I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So AT&T has put out a statement about their service outage. Now people are, I guess, not able to send texts or calls unless they're to emergency personnel if they've got AT&T. And so our buddy Larry from the morning show on KDKA AM, he said, let's try this out. If you've got AT&T, why don't you call the show and we'll see if this thing's actually true. Because there have actually been, I saw a lot of people with AT&T that were tweeting out, actually, we're fine. We got our service. I don't know what the hell's going on. What happened to Larry is he had a bunch of old fogies call up and say their phones are working fine. And whenever he was asking about it, they were calling in on their landlines. What? <laughs> <laughs> he had a bunch Wait. of people call up. My phone works fine. Oh, what phone are you calling on? Oh, my landline in my kitchen. <laughs> the incre- yeah, the, the incre- and that tells you everything you need to know about the audience over it there. It sure does, Because Paul. a lot of people on our side, that on this side here. Just texted in. Well, they, but they also, a lot of people on this side don't have a landline. Paul, I can't think of, apart from my wife's grandma, who we actually had this conversation with her the other day that has a landline. Like, do you have a landline? No. my, mo- my Listen, my mom is 89 years old, and my dad is 97. Holy hell. And they have a cell phone. Can I ask you a personal they have a question? Cell phone and they have a cell phone. They don't have a landline. They have a cell phone. Can I ask you a personal question, Paul? Sure. Did your dad live the same kind of life you live? Uh, probably the answer would be no. Okay. Now, because I look at you, man, and I love you, yeah. and I hope you kick it for a long time, I, I'd take the under on you at 97. <laughs> 97. Like, I, I would My, go significantly oh, oh, yes. under on I would, that. I would say this, you know, I mean. You it, eat cigars. Little, little, little known, little known fact is that uh, I actually grew up in a very religious house. And my, you know, my parents were, I mean, saints, literally saints. Um, but like. My dad, he never drank. He never smoked. He was in bed by like 9, 30, 10 o'clock or whatever every single night. Ate well. Went to work. You know, he's uh, he's Makes like sense. he's like that just uh, he's like that generation where, I mean, he worked at Westinghouse for like 40 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Retired. They moved to Florida. 
in like the 90s. Um, yeah, no, I, I probably haven't lived that kind of same lifestyle, but um, yes, he's 97. But my point is they have a cell phone. They, yes. don't, they don't have a landline. They have a cell phone. Get with so, the times, people. So, I got to go over and talk to Larry. Tell those people to get with the times. <laughs> yeah, really. Callus also put this up uh, on the Fan Morning Show Twitter account, a Twitter poll. What kills you faster, smoking or doing morning radio? You can tweet us, brought to you by South Hills Kia in <laughs> Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net and text us, 412-928-9370. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Dubis, yesterday, State of the Franchise press conference. I think what you're uh, alluding to is a, is a full-on, like where you're you know in the bottom five of the league. And I think when you have players like that, they prevent you from getting there because they're too good. And uh, at the same time, I think that what they can pass on to the players that are that come into the organization, uh, in terms of the standards that we that we have here, the impact that being around Sid, Gino, Latang, Carlson, each day can have on a young player, it's it's impossible to measure. And I think um, that's what we would that's what we would set out to do. So Kyle Dubas, Grand Puba of all things Pittsburgh Penguins hockey, says there are four guys that are going to be here then. Crosby, Malkin, Latang, and then he lumps Eric Carlson in with that. So no full-on down-to-the-studs rebuild. That's not where I want to go with this. Where I want to go with this is I'm a little bit surprised at the amount of criticism I saw of Kyle Dubas on social media yesterday. Not because of the way he you know, spelled out the plans for the franchise's future, but in his role in some people's minds, in the Penguins being in the predicament that they're in right now. And if I'm ranking people, Kyle Dubas is way down my list. Way down my list. I think people want to kind of strike him like lightning about this Eric Carlson move. Paul brought this up earlier. TK said, I don't know if this is going to work. Tyler Kennedy, who's on every show every week here on 93.7 The Fan, he goes, I don't see the fit. Apart from TK, did you guys get the sense that that was a universally approved move? Because that's the sense I got. We took callers for days on that, before and after. People seemed jacked up about Eric Carlson coming in here. Like you can, you can say Carlson hasn't lived up to his name or to his expectation or to what he did last year as a point producer, but I, I don't know how anybody can now go back on Kyle Dubas and say, well, you shouldn't have done that. Well, at the time, everybody but Tyler Kenny, Kennedy was seemingly saying, oh, yeah, that's the move. Right. I don't get the Dubas criticism. I don't either. Like, it's well, Hextall, he it's the yeah. end of Jim Rutherford. I would even place blame on the coaches, and I would place blame on some specific players before I would get to Kyle Dubas and anything he's done wrong. Because he hasn't he hasn't been here long enough. Right. And the other part of it is, I had somebody ask me about the Carlson trade. They're like, is that the worst trade in Pittsburgh sports history? I'm like, it's not even the worst trade in like the last six or seven years if you consider what the Pirates gave up for Chris Archer, right? So... And, and, and in that case, the Pirates were going, you know, Neil Huntington was going after a guy who there was a lot of mixed reviews on whether he could still bring it. Everyone thought, they're bringing in a, an all-star here. 100-point getter at defense. Right. Who's going to fix their power play. So you can't blame him for that. I don't have a problem. I, I don't have a problem with the move, even though it hasn't worked out because I think, you know, at that point you're becoming – Hindsight is twenty twenty. One hundred percent. And I would even press next time we talk to TK, I, I want to ask him this. Like, he could not have thought that the power play would get worse with Carlson. Like, talk fit or whatever. There's no way anybody would have thought the power play, which was average at best and really bad for stretches last year, would get worse with that guy. Nobody thought that. 
In fact, the thought was, you know, he's going to leak defensively. He's going to give up some stuff the other way. It's going to look ugly at times. But by God, is he going to fix the power play? Like, that was the conventional thought on him. Even, you go back to the Archer thing, Paul. Uh, that's a bad trade. At the time, I loved it. And so I'm never going to criticize Neil Huntington for it. I know what it wound up looking like. Looking like. I feel the same exact way about Carlson. You can't, you, you can't really. It, it's hard to criticize whenever somebody's going for it. Like whenever somebody's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing. If you miss, like it's hard for me to criticize them about what they're missing. And you know, it just got me thinking a little bit. Is hockey the the hardest sport or the 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 sport that you need to absolutely be on the same page, GM and head coach wise, out of all the sports, in order for personnel reasons? Like if you think about football, like like GMs and scouting departments, like you can find a, a six foot six left tackle in free agency and it will fit. Like, you could find an NBA player that, uh, you know, can shoot, and they'll fit. But in hockey, like, I feel like you have to be on the same page. Like, Sullivan and Dubas have to be on the same page. It's like you see a Carlson, and it's like, that's an all-star. Let's get him on our roster. But I think in hockey, like, it has to actually fit well, more the, than any other sport. The downfall of the Penguins, to that point, like, this wasn't the reason that they fell apart. But I think this is kind of like that line in the sand when Mike Sullivan – got Ryan Reeves because, well, when Rutherford right. got Ryan Reeves and Sullivan was like, yeah, right. pl- I'm going to play this buffoon six minutes a night because he can't freaking skate, you could tell that they had different philosophies because when they were agree- in agreement on what won with speed and skill and scoring, we saw what they did. But then this idea that they needed to get bigger, stronger, grittier, tougher, all that nonsense – Rutherford and Sullivan weren't seeing eye to eye. So I don't know how to answer your question <laughs> well, as again, to whether or not it's it's harder in it, hockey, but I know those two eventually it, did not see eye to, to eye. To his point, though, Sullivan Sullivan wants what he wants. Like, he's uh, as, as much as we like him as a coach in terms of what he's done, the one thing I'm going to tell you that I'm very just sort of down on him about is just how inflexible he is when it comes to he wants guys that want to play his way, he only wants to play his way, and he's been almost defiant in some ways at times with the general manager bringing in a player that he doesn't think fits. Grandland for right. for sure last he, he year. He buries them, and that's the end of them. Instead of trying to figure out, okay, well, I got this guy. How can I make him useful? Well, let's talk about Sullivan coming up next because Dubis basically said, yeah, he's going to be around for a while. It was a quote from earlier in the day from Mike Sullivan that made my head want to explode. If you haven't heard it, we'll get that for you coming up next. Uh, the Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Your team has been involved in 23 uh, one-goal games this season. You've only managed to win seven of them. In a general way, how do you explain that your team has been so often on the wrong side of those one-goal games? I think it's easy when guys like yourself come in and point to one statistic and then try to draw conclusions from it. And what that lacks is context. Yeah, so for example, you could look at it in a way that the fact that we're in so many one-goal games, how many multiple-goal games did we create, did we turn into one-goal games because we pushed back and got back in the hockey game and gave ourselves a chance to win? All right, Mike. That's Mike Sullivan going at a reporter there whose voice I don't recognize, so my apologies for not naming that guy. All right, how, how about some context here? Then? Well, what about all these games we came back in <laughs> and made one-score games? First of all, that's not the saving grace line that you think it is, Mike. But the Penguins have now scored six power play goals in 78 opportunities in their one-goal losses. So let's say, Mike, that you were down two goals and you pulled yourself back in that game to eventually make it a one-score game. How about if your power play didn't suck? I almost said a word I'm not well, supposed yeah, to there. I mean, but, if but, your power play doesn't suck, guess yeah. what? You're, you're not going to fall behind two goals. But but the bigger takeaway for me, guys, is Mike Sullivan doesn't have answers, and so he's now lashing out. Because if you heard Kyle Dubas's press conference, which we've reacted to today, you know his job is not in jeopardy. So why would he be a cranky son of a gun? Well, it's because he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what he, buttons to push. He doesn't know what to do. And the other part of it is, is that's really hilarious to me. What world would a professional coach think that people are going to say, oh, yeah, that's oh great. That's a great explanation. Right. We're getting blown out all these games, but we keep <laughs> fighting till the end and make them one-score games. I mean, I mean, we're down 28 to nothing, like, like the Steelers in the playoffs against the Browns. Yeah, we were down 28 to nothing. We fought but back. we fought all the way back and got to within seven. Who would think that's an acceptable answer is the question I have. You know, you know when it would be an acceptable answer is if you've got a young team at the beginning, the very beginnings of a rebuild, like Michelle Terrians, the, the X-Generation Penguins with Edzo. That team stunk. But you know what? Our guys, games 1 through 82, we never gave up. We would never give up in-game. We're going to bust our ass. This is the Pittsburgh Penguins with Crosby, Malkin, Latang and a Hall of Famer and Eric Carlson. And he wants to get points? He wants to get brownie points from the media by saying, well, actually, your one-goal game uh, stat is flawed. Actually, we've really pushed back in a few games. Give me a break. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And, and he just doesn't didn't like the question, and he was like, okay, well, we can, we can go there then. We can get deep, and I'll give you context of what you're asking because I feel threatened in this situation, so I'm going to punch back. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're getting blown out in games. But we come back. Yeah, we sure do. I mean, do. it's almost like everybody gets a trophy mentality. Hey, we worked hard. You know what you say about teams that stink? 
Like when you you're a coach, right? Of young kids and youth kids, you know, people ask you about your team, and then you and you know they stink. You know what you say? Well, they work hard. They play hard. They don't quit. You know what you're really saying? They stink. They stink. Yeah, that's what you're really saying. So this thing, well, I mean, that's what that's exactly the the reaction I had to this nonsense. And it's a it's an offshoot. It's different, but it's similar to what he said after the Islanders' loss, which was the process was good. We got beat by a couple of fluke goals. In a game where they <laughs> tied the game on a fluke goal off of a player's skate. Doran, you're right. Like, does he really does he real did he really feel the need to give his full, honest assessment of that answer? Probably not. But in a way that we've so rarely heard from Mike Sullivan, he lashed out. He he has done that at times. I, I can never remember it quite like that. Where he really is condescending there to the reporter and really goes out of his way to put the guy down. Guys like you, he says. And so we know that the Fenway Sports Group has no interest in moving on from Mike Sullivan. And now we've been drawing Steelers and Penguins parallels for a while now. That that to me is actually the biggest parallel between the two. Is you've got a head coach in Mike Sullivan that hasn't won a playoff series since 2018. You've got a head coach in Mike Tomlin that hasn't won a playoff game since 2016. And both of these organizations are going to tell us, oh, no, it's all hunky-dory. These guys know exactly what they're doing. Well, what's the evidence of that? The game changes over time. Rosters change over time. You either hit the right buttons or you don't. Neither one of those guys has hit the right buttons. And maybe it's because it's hockey and not football. But Mike Sullivan should come under as much local scrutiny as Mike Tomlin does. Recency. More recency. Recency, you know, winning. Yeah. He's got one extra championship, and it's been two years more recent that they've actually been a contender in the playoffs. But he got he got a pass for that Rangers series when you had spicy pork and broccoli in goal, mm-hmm. and Crosby missed a game and a half with a concussion, and Ricard Raquel was out after, what, halfway through the first game. Well, it's the goaltending, if they got better goaltending. Okay, I'm not going to disagree with that, but when Le'Veon Bell is out of a playoff game, when Antonio Brown was out of a playoff game, they lose to Denver because Fitz Toussaint fumbles. That gets lumped in and for Tomlin. You haven't won a playoff game since 2016. Yeah, He doesn't get to be the beneficiary of the same kind of excuse-making that you're going to get at times for Mike Sullivan. Do you, do you give any excuse, not excuse, but do you give any um, leeway because he's had three GMs in like three, four years? Sully? Yeah. I mean, that can't be easy. I'm yeah. not making excuses for him at all. But that can't be easy. No, you're trying to exp- and new explain ownership. it. Yeah, new ownership, new G- three new GMs. I mean, that, that that's that's not that's not a easy. lot to deal with. And and you have to think too. It's not just that Jim Rutherford's gone. It's that Jim Rutherford packed up his bag and walked out on the team for reasons that still have yet to be disclosed. Really, <laughs> I give a, the thing I always say is I you can give Mike Tomlin a pass, for instance, for the game where they. They lost because they were missing half their team. And, you know, but again, with Mike Tomlin, we're talking about seven years now, not five, not one. And the same thing with Sullivan. We're talking about five years now, Agreed. not one. So if you want to tell me there was one, you know, the, the, the playoff series you just talked about where they had, uh, what was his name, Louis Lamorello or whatever the hell his name was. <laughs> Domingue. What Domingue. Whatever that guy's name. They had him. And, okay, let's go with, we'll give him a pass for that one. But this is five years now, not one. That's the problem. Right. You lost to maybe literally the worst playoff team of all time in the Montreal Canadiens in the bubble because they expanded the playoffs. And you had to play in that BS, bizarre, really weird, 
uh, extra playoff series to get your way into the Stanley Cup playoffs proper. They lost in a five-game series to a team that would have been so far outside the playoffs in in, in reality that it's laughable. That there's There should be no excuses for that. They were healthy. There should be no excuses for that. There should be no excuses to get swept by a team that you were better than significantly on paper in the New York Islanders. But yet he is not talked about as vociferously as Mike Tomlin has talked about in this town. He's just not. But whenever I look at the three-on-three, whenever I look at the power play, again, this roster is what it is, but the power play and three-on-three, they should thrive. Not even be middling. They should thrive, and they suck, and they don't practice the three-on-three. That's bizarre. If Mike Tomlin said, we're not going to practice special teams, special teams, or we're not going to practice red zone, he would get destroyed here locally. This guy's not practicing three-on-three when they missed the playoffs by a point last year and their record in the three-on-three was as bad as it was? How does that happen? Dan Biles was not as good of a head coach, I don't think, as Mike Sullivan. Just not. But they practice the shootout every day. Every day. Because it's points. Like, what are we doing here? He needs to go in there. And it it doesn't only look like they're not going to fire him now. It looks like Mike Sullivan's going to mm-hmm. be here for a long-ass time. I mean, as long-winded as the answer about Mike Sullivan was, yeah, I think you can read into it that basically Dubas is not going to do – he's not going – Sullivan, as long as Dubas is there, Sullivan is there. And and here's the thing about both Dubas and Sullivan, which has me – I mean, as if no – everybody should be upset about the current state of the Penguins and where things are going. But Dubas wasn't really – he wasn't the head man in charge of a rebuild. And Mike Sullivan, they think he can develop players, and so he's the right guy to be here for the next generation, right? Where's the evidence in that? That he's the guy that you can get more out of less from. That he's the guy. You need a head coach if you're trying to get younger and you don't have the ability to accrue a whole bunch of top-end talent and prospects. You need a guy that's going to get the most out of those guys. And you can say Rust, you can say Gensel, and he was their head coach in Wilkes-Barre. What since? What since? Now, part of that's drafting. that You don't have a lot of picks. But a lot of that's the development, too. And there's no evidence to say that this is a guy who can spearhead that into the future. Anyway, other than that, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Coming up next, the Yamir Yager weekend that was is just a content machine that keeps on giving. Wait until you hear this story we'll get to. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Coming up in about ten minutes, we got a new segment with Paul Zeiss. I want to, I want to run by people. You got to give him a full day's runway for this. We'll tell you about that coming up in ten minutes. Did you guys happen to see the newest saga from Yager Weekend? You guys know who Drake is, right? So Drake, (laughs) according to Josh Yoey of The Athletic and Nick Horwat of The Hockey News, Drake and his entourage were not happy they couldn't get the hotel rooms they wanted because the rooms at the Fairmont were already booked up by Yager and his party. And I'm wondering here, like, where's the line where Yamir Yager in Pittsburgh doesn't get that room? Like, who is the celebrity that's not from here that gets that room before Yamir Yager gets that room? Man, I mean, Drake's up there. But that's on Drake's people. Like, I mean, Drake knew that he was coming here for probably over a year. I don't know if Yamir Yager knew that he was coming here on this date. Like, I mean, his planning people for his concert, like, you don't book that up? I, I am wondering if he got bumped. If they booked it up and they said, you know, we got a great room right down the hall. It's got a wonderful view of X, Y, Z. You're going to love this one. And then they see Yags and company walk through. And Dominica. You can't forget Dominica. Dominica be walking through too. And they go, well, wait a second. That room's bigger. That looks like the party spot. I'm wondering if that, I'm wondering if they got bumped. How many rooms does Yager need? He's Yager, man. Right. But that's that, that, when I read that story, that's what I thought. How many rooms does he need that he's that they couldn't accommodate both him and Drake? Look, I know they got Dominica. I know he's got Dominica. But you hear the stories about Yager in his heyday. And you just go on his social media and just see through the ears of what he's posted. It's just different, beautiful women. Who do you, th- who do you think has gotten more women, Drake or Yager? Man. Drake. Yager's older. I mean, throughout their lifetime. I bet you Drake still. How old is Drake? Drake's only in his 30s. That, I mean, I bet you he still has more. In, really? Yes. Maybe, International maybe fame year. and stardom. Per year, maybe. Yeah. But, but it, Yager's got 20 <laughs> years on yeah. him. In terms of overall number, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Yags. In terms of you know, per Here, capita. Here's a great question about that. And this this is kind of went up, uh, across my mind, too. When I, how many like rooms did Yager have throughout the hotel for, you know, Others. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I, I'm saying, like, did he have a couple stashed away on the bottom floor? You know, a couple floors away. Did he have a few of them stashed in the in the hotel for like when she fell asleep? Yeah, like hey, there's I'm, a... <laughs> I'm going down in the bar, right? Did he have a couple? Sta- I'm just wondering about that. Like he had a block rate hotel, <laughs> like a wedding, but just to have his concubines. Who who would be outside of obviously Drake that would come here that could trump? Well, so I was going to ask you about Drake, like. What, among the artists going right now? Well, you know the obvious answer. Taylor Swift. Yes, of course. And Beyonce. And Beyonce, Beyonce's always Beyonce, right? But in, in the pantheon of big-time celebrity artists, where does he rank right now? And I'm, act, I'm asking Drake? out of pure ignorance. Yeah. Well, like top three? You think he's that big? Yes. Okay. Yes. So he's our, so he's a he's one of the top three, and yes. they bumped him for yeah. Well, then they're not gonna they're not gonna let anybody oh, no. up That's, in there. It's, it's crazy. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't top three. I'd have to really think about it, but he's definitely top five. And so, who else a, is in the category? The short then? list. The short list would be 
there would, you know, I don't know that Taylor Swift is obviously the one who would come to mind where I think they would accommodate her, right? Mm-hmm. Not many others. Mm-mm. I, boys, this is going to be. I don't know if this is good because people know that I, I'm a Swifty, and I could I could list a catalog of Taylor Swift songs. There's one song I recognize from Title Alone on Drake. He is a massive blind spot for me, and that's God's Plan, which absolutely slaps. That's it for me. That's it. Is it because I've got a house full of estrogen? I got all ladies. I got one male cat. The actually, rest is ladies. Actually, the fact that you have all ladies would suggest that you should have Drake on your 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 playlist. Why is he such a blind spot for me then? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but he's definitely in the top. When's right? his last album come out? I don't Listen, know I'm gonna tell you this. You know, I coach girls basketball, right? So at the first the first practice, I pick a couple of the girls. I say, "Listen, you put together a playlist. I don't want to hear f words, and I don't want to hear any. You know what I mean? Whatever. And I'm telling you, half of the songs they pick are Drake. Yep. Ha- at least half. So, I mean, it's if you live in a house full of females, that ain't why you don't know Drake. Am I am I like a tweener age wise? I mean, I guess not because you're you I mean, in I the could, same age yeah, bracket. I mean, I I know how big Drake is. I couldn't. I'm not just good at naming like songs. Like if I hear him, I'm like, oh yeah, I heard that song. I'm just not good at that. Yeah. But I, he's he's one of the best going for oh, years now. Timberlake does Timberlake get the room over him over Yags? Mm, maybe, maybe. What, what about Jay Z? Maybe. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Eminem. No. 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 How about Beyonce? Yes. Probably Beyonce does too. Who just Wait, did the halftime show in the Super Bowl? Usher. Mm. You think Usher gets in over him? How, how, wait. Mm. Here's one. How about she was just here, Madonna? Probably not. I don't think so anymore. I don't know that Madonna gets. I think they basically Dolly Parton does. Go down to the Renaissance, right? Michael Keaton. You think Michael Keaton gets in before Yags? Uh if you want to go Pittsburgh base, if 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 you're having the GM of the the hotel that they were at. I was going to say the name, but I'm not going to say the name. If the hotel they were at and he had to pick between Keaton and Yager, that would be a very tough sit, uh, decision. A very, very tough decision. If they were bringing the same amount of people and they were both standing there, that I would not want to have to pick that though, yeah. that option. I don't know. I would I I would think the crowd that Yager would bring would probably be more enter, entertaining. Like if me. Michael Keaton were making like another Batman movie and he had to stay. Who's for- the biggest Pittsburgh celebrity? Is it Michael Keaton? Hmm. Well, Jeff Goldblum was in 850 Super Bowl commercials. Right, but you know, most people don't know him. Like, most people don't associate him with here. Even though he's from here and everything else, it's not like Michael Keaton where you say, oh, he's one of ours. Mm, let's, yes. knock, let's knock that around. I want to knock that around. Biggest Pittsburgh celebrity after me. Coming <laughs> up next, we'll also tell you about a special segment we've got planned for Paul Zeiss tomorrow. And you need about 24 hours to prepare. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
Here's a text. Who the hell says that song slaps? Crowley, you're like 70. I thought saying that song slaps made me fit in with the youngsters. Well, that's probably coming from like a 21-year-old. I also think saying youngsters really ages me. That's right, I said it. Our final segment brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. And the 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Have a special Zeiss segment we're going to tell you about in a minute. But, yeah, Mr. Rogers would be the number one Pittsburgh celebrity, I would think. Number one? Yeah. Starkey texted that in. And then EJ Borghetti, whom we love from Pitt. I love too many pit guys. He said, yeah, Mr. Rogers. But it was an oversight because I'm thinking of the living. Right. I also just found out that Christina Aguilera is from here. Are a, you serious? A total blind spot by me. I think that you're me. messing around. No, for real, man. A total blind spot by me. She, she was from Wexford. She, and, and here is the thing. We, we Over on the other side, uh, when I was over there doing the KDK show, I did Mount Rushmore of Pittsburgh musicians. And... Christina Aguilera was a very controversial pick. Really? Well, because she didn't really grow up here, right? She lived in Rochester. Or, no. She grew up in Rochester and then moved to Wexford. Yeah. yeah, she grew up here. And then she left, but she went to high school somewhere else, I think. She went to North Allegheny for like a year. and then It's like the whole Gronk conversation. Right. Do we get Gronk or do we not get Gronk? Right. Who, so, was, who was the rest of your list? Well, uh, the, the obvious one well, the obvious one was, uh, I mean, Donnie Iris has mm-hmm. got to be one. Uh, uh, George Benson. Is another one. I can't believe I'm, I, I'm, I'm forgetting. I mean, I, I'm blanking on this, but I don't think Donnie Iris is as big outside of Pittsburgh you know, as Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. But uh-huh. that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, yeah. I mean, like people like Brett Michaels. Okay, was you know he's from Poison. I mean, Poison. So is Poison. You know what I mean? Uh, is Brett Michaels? Even he's from Butler. So what I said was, let's establish the rules the same way we do with quarterbacks, right? Because when we say Pittsburgh quarterbacks, we Montana. Who's actually from down in I don't even know what the name Wrangled. is Monongahela yeah. that area right? Uh, Joe Namath who's actually not even from Allegheny County really. I mean people put Jim Kelly who's from East Brady. Yeah, I think for the conversation you expanded out Western PA. Western PA. Yeah, right. So George Benson. Was I would one. even take Weirton. You give me a Weirton hanger on. Who's the, who's the guy the singer? I always get him confused with uh, Lionel Richie. He lives here. Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson. He lives here. I saw that Johnny Sins, the porn star, is from Pittsburgh. I never knew that. I know that Pony and Muller, for whatever reason, had discussed him last year, but I did not know he was from Pittsburgh. He was in Jerry Dulac's chat as a uh, that question happened. asker. That yeah. happened. And then Starkey said there's another porn star who's from around here. He was joking about that. Oh. <laughs> I was oh, going to say. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Wiz. Oh, Wiz. Yeah. I forgot Ooh. about Wiz. Wiz was one that I put on there, and I actually made the case for Mac Miller. Mac Miller, Mac Miller too. One. Yeah, I said that. You know what I mean? But but again, people were like Christina Aguilera, um, you know, and a couple other people. I I can't believe I forgot all about. Wiz. If if Wiz in the Yager situation, I think it might be a little bit different. That's a great one. I, you know what would I happen? Might be different. They just they just hang out is what they would do. They would have a great time. Wiz and Yager. To, I would love to hang out with those two. Mm-hmm. I I a guy I went to in high school actually wound up being the photographer video guy for Wiz. And he toured with him everywhere. And the stories that this guy when, tells, unbelievable. When, when, when I was uh, when I did that fashion show, you know that celebrity fashion show that raises money, I did it last year. Walked into the back room there, little green room, whatever you want to call it. Smells like weed, like really smells like weed. Sitting in the middle of the room, smoke, whiz smoking a blunt, whiz. That's why they call it the green room, Paul. Well, I'm gonna just tell you. Every single person in there 
asked him to take a photo, and he did. He was cool about it yeah. with every single person. I was like, that tells you a lot. It does. Paul, tomorrow. Okay. This, that, and the other thing. <laughs> a new segment with Paul Zeiss where you're going to call in. We did dating advice with Paul. Anything is on the table. Life advice, otherwise. This, that, the other thing tomorrow. So plan your questions accordingly. Coming up next, the Joe Show Fan Weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Highs about 50. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.